0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Michael Felder joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What's up, Michael?
0: Not a thing, man. How are you guys doing?
1: Well, I'm pretty good. Better. I'm a I'm I'm B-E-T-T-O-R, though. That's the thing. <laughs> not not better in the traditional sense because ever since Oakland put out the sports app, I've been going crazy and like I get, you know, you kind of get. I don't bet on all of them, but I'm just, I'm always fascinated by all the things you can wager on regarding a football game. Halftime scores, quarter scores, first team to twenty-five, rushing totals for Raheem, you know, Rocket Sanders. I mean, it's a blast. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. I don't know who does all this stuff, but it's pretty wild.
0: Are you? A- uh, I, I think it's. I think I'm glad that it's getting more people interested, and I just hope they're, they keep paying attention beyond just like the numbers. Like I think hopefully they're just they're actually watching the game.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I definitely am. When my money's involved, i gotta, I got to root it on a victory. Yeah, no doubt. You know how people say, like, uh, you want your money to work for you? I'm working for my money. Yeah. I'm rooting for my money in there. Um, so some weird numbers. Yeah. I think I saw this on, I don't know, footballscoopmaybe.com, I think I saw. Anyway, this is interesting stats. Um, we're still trying to sort of figure out what happened last week with Arkansas, Michael. Uh, teams that rush for more yards than the opponent win 79% of the time. Pass for more yards win 67% of the time. Score first, 71%. Lead at halftime, 87%. Win the turnover battle, 74%. You win all five, teams are 1,000. They're at 68-0, and 0, or 100%. 68-0 hmm. against uh, the opposing team when you win all of those, except for Arkansas, of course, because, you know. Well,
0: they didn't win the turnover battle, though, did they?
1: Did they? They didn't get a turnover. Did they not force one? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Well, no. all right, four out of five in bad. Point is, Arkansas did a lot of things right, and they did a couple of things wrong, and unfortunately it cost them a ball game. And yet, we still think they're the better team. What do you think?
0: I think, think. Listen, you play their game ten times, they're going to win, what, seven of them?
1: Least. We said seven or eight, yeah. Actually, I I said nine. nine. You said eight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're biased. Yeah, I mean, seven or eight. I mean, that's yeah, I think they're better. I don't, like, this didn't... And I, I listen. This is not me rubbing salt in the wound. What I'm what I'm asking is, do you feel better about A and M coming out of that football game? No, no. Right. So all it did was this is a, a knock on Arkansas because they couldn't close, and obviously uh, between kickers and 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 some decision making that happened in the second half, and kind of it seemed almost like throttling down. It, it's going to be interesting to see if this game is. This game is going to be one of two things, in my mind. Uh, this game is either going to be something that is a catalyst for them to really rev everything up and finish out the, you know, it's finish out. I mean, they still got a ton of games left, but mm-hmm. it's kind of, is this going to be the, the catalyst that gives them the juice to keep going? Or is this game going to be the one that they, you, you know, at some point you kind of pack it in? And so, for me, I'm hoping this is the thing that juices them up and gets them ready to rock and roll. and. Right. They, well, they maybe maybe they lose in what they play Alabama, but other than that, they they, they 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 get ready to rock and roll and they and they come into strong for the rest of the way and their team that is sitting there at the end like, hey, why not us? Why not now?
1: Well, I will tell you, some smart Alec Radio guy said before the A game that Arkansas was going to lose their next four games, and that includes trips to BYU and Mississippi State among them, and hosting Ooh. Alabama, of course. It isn't exactly an easy road, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this week feels so, like it's a long shot, obviously. But you know, it would be a huge feather in your cap, and maybe take a little bit of pressure off for the following two games if somehow you could knock off Alabama.
0: Yeah, if they could do that, and, and Alabama is an interesting—that's um, kind of a interesting team right now because we yeah. don't know that much about them. Right. If they like they're they wildly. We've seen one of the top three teams in the country fly under the radar, and. We've seen all three teams, and I'm going to include George and Kent State in there. We've seen all of the top three that we all consider the top three. We've seen them tested and tested in different ways. And so, like, it's not like Arkansas can't provide. It's not like Arkansas can't do everything that Texas did to Alabama. It feels to me a lot more about Alabama's reaction to what happened to them against Texas and how they respond in, an, obviously, an SEC game against Arkansas, an Arkansas team that's not limping in, but they've been humbled, and now they want to fight back. The question to me is, can they slow down Alabama's passing game? Uh, Texas was able to do that, and as we just had one of our guests on point that out, the weakness of this Arkansas defense is their pass defense, and that worries me a lot about this game. How effective can Alabama be throwing the ball against Arkansas secondary? I think they they got to pick what they're going to do and we saw them play some combo coverage against a and we saw uh, – listen, what's his name? Hudson um, – Clark. Clark. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him. He He's long, and he just – he seems so unassuming, and then all of a sudden he's finding a way to kind of get the ball out. But they've got to figure out who they are as a, as a unit. Where are we going to be – when do we play man? And when we play man, what kind of pressures are we bringing? When do we play zone? And we're mostly going to play zone because zone helps us stop the run. But we've got to make sure when we play zone that the help is there. And I think that's going to be the critical element here for me uh, against an Alabama team that, listen, Alabama doesn't trust their wide receivers that much still, which means I expect them to run the ball a little bit more than we've seen in the last, what, two, three seasons, because they still don't trust these guys. They don't trust them to make clean catches. They don't trust them to be where they're supposed to be. And I don't think enough's been made of that with respect to Alabama, but they don't—they still—they're still, they're not in love with their wide receivers room right. Now.
1: Well, we'll see because if uh, they can't capitalize on the way that Arkansas has played in the back end, then they do have some serious issues They We're talking to Michael Fother on the brand of Moving and Storage hotline. There are some great games this weekend, Michael. Outside of the Arkansas game, we're going to learn a lot more. He mentioned some teams that haven't really played anybody. Great and Ole Miss is probably in that realm, and they you know, didn't have a very impressive performance last week, maybe looking ahead a little bit. Hosting Kentucky in a top-15 matchup this week, I, the thing that stood out to me was Ole Miss's speed on defense. I'm curious to see when somebody tries to bully them, how they hold up to it, uh, because they're not the most physically large team, defensively especially. What do what you expect in this one? I, I think that
0: Kentucky, this is it's the juxtaposition of teams, right? And we've got a small team, and that moves around really quickly. I think the difference between this and maybe, like, Utah, Florida, because we know Ole Miss comes in undersized in the same way that Utah went in undersized to Florida. Um, But Ole Miss has an offense that can combat that, an offense that wants to. Not can, but wants to, right? Ole Miss, they want to score 45 points every game. And that's going to be the part, which style wins out. This is like a boxing match where you've got one guy who kind of wants to win on a haymaker in Kentucky, a, a, a guy that wants to just knock you out. And then you got another guy that wants to win on points and went off with, with rabbit punches all over the place. And mm-hmm. that's what, what Ole Miss is uh, on both sides of the ball, actually. So uh, for me, I think Kentucky, I think they're maybe a year ahead of where Ole Miss is, is going to get to. Uh, Ole Miss, you still got to have some big dudes because once they start leaning on you, it's going to be, you're going to get exhausted. You can have all the speed in the world, but man, Sometimes you can't run
1: around something. Sometimes you got to go through it. Okay. Uh, a couple other matchups I want to talk to you about. And I know this one's going to be painful for you being an NC guy. But NC State's in its first ever top 10 matchup, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to Clemson this weekend. By the way, jock strapped to your alma mater, giving uh, your quarterback a hard time about saying that kids only go to NC State when they can't get into <laughs> UNC. I love that kind of stuff. That's what makes rivalries great. But anyway, a sidebar. Uh, we don't know, you know, again, Clemson has not been very impressive in the only big matchup that I saw earlier this year, I guess, and yet here they sit at 4-0 along with NC State. What do you think is going to happen there?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I haven't been that impressed with NC State. I've been more impressed with Clemson than NC State. I think Clemson's defense let me down a week ago, but I think that was a, sort of a combination of emotions, especially for Brian Bressey uh, after losing his sister and, him returning to try to make plays. and like they just, They're just secondary still, and we mentioned it with Arkansas, I think the same old true for Clemson. Every single time Wake was completing a pass down the field, Clemson gets a corner that's looking at the safety like, I thought you were going to be there. <laughs> and so that's going to be a really – you know what I'm like, yeah. Hey, man, where are you? And then he's like, we're not even in that coverage, dude. We're doing something different. Why don't you know the answer? So communication in the back end is going to be critical for, the, for Clemson. Um, but also NC State. I mean, from the ECU game, like, they just – they NC State still doesn't – they're, they're not putting it all together. They're hanging around. It reminds me a lot of – Do you remember after Florida State won the national championship with Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. is that next year where they, they almost lost every game? That's what NC State kind of feels like to me where it, somebody's going to have to stand up and bow their neck to beat them, but at the end of the day, they're good enough to keep winning as long as the other team continues to make mistakes. And I guess that's going to be the critical part here. How many mistakes does Clemson make? How many mistakes do they make? Because if they don't make any mistakes, if Clemson doesn't make any mistakes, I think they can run them off the field. But if they make those same mistakes in the back end from a defensive standpoint, if they make those same mistakes in terms of drop balls that we've seen happen over the course of the season, then NC State's going to hang around. And at the end of the game, they got an opportunity to win. And that's all you have to have in college football today is an opportunity to win because guess what? None of the kickers are any good.
1: <laughs> I've taken LSU to beat Auburn this weekend, Michael. If that happens, does Ryan Harson get fired?
0: I I think so. Did you see the end of the Missouri game? <laughs> I,
1: I read about it. I missed it. I was calling a game, but it sounded like it was uh oh, it, it was awful.
0: The entire second half of that game was a product that no one wanted to see <laughs> that went into overtime, so more <laughs> of the thing no one already wanted. And then, and I feel so bad for the kid. I feel so bad for that running back who he hit the hole, did everything he was supposed to do, and I don't know if he had sweat on his gloves or his hands are small, but he went to reach out to score the touchdown to win the game for them, and it just fell out of his hands. Yeah, he just, oh, uh, that was heartbreaking. Uh, but Auburn is what, is, what are they? Like, what, what, what? They're not good and they Auburn is one of Auburn and I throw Texas into the bin as well um, they want to fire their coach they're ready to do it. It's just a matter of what level do we like what level do we have to build up to so that we are allowed to get rid of this guy and so this this weekend could be it. You look at LSU, and LSU just had one of their, what, starting off as He's out for a while. I still don't – I have no read on LSU right now because they seem like a team that's also frustrated with what they've got.
1: Now, now I'm stumped. <laughs> we'll see what plays out. Michael, thank you for the time. Got to run. Appreciate you.